Welcome to the Becoming Her podcast, where we learn to become healthy, enthusiastic, and resilient young women. Healthy defined as being prosperous and flourishing physically, mentally, and emotionally. Enthusiastic being defined as having zeal or fervor for your present and your future. And resilience being defined as having the ability to bounce back from trauma stronger than you were before. So if you are seeking personal growth in these areas, stay tuned for some helpful tips. Hello, everyone. Hello, Destiny. Hello, Nishia. I am so happy that we are doing this episode. Yes, it's good to be back. Back with all our listeners and back with you, most importantly. Yes, I know. It's been way too long. I'm telling you, like this past, I feel like it's been like a whole year, maybe a year and a half. Uh, I am so sorry that it has taken me so long to get back on here, but... (laughs) We are back better than ever. We are back better than ever, and I'm so excited. It's going to be a short episode today, but um, it's going to be a great, you know, introduction and and door opening to hopefully a new series. Yes, yes. Stay tuned for more information on our next series that we will have. But we just come on here for the end of 2020. Too. It's hard to believe it's going to be 2023. Oh my goodness. Uh, I know. Literally. I. Where did the time go, I Destiny? I'm still stuck in 2020. Like, I wonder if that's anybody else, but sometimes I still feel like I'm mentally stuck in 2020. But 100%. 100%. I, I just remember yesterday, I was sitting in my bed, drinking a red slushie, watching anime for the 100th <laughs> 30th day in a row because I didn't have a job i didn't have to go to school everyone in the country was shut down yeah i don't know how time went so fast from there but we survived we survived we did we did so tell our listeners something that has been going on in your life in 2020 or just a brief introduction about how you're doing yeah so like i said it's been a while since we've done this so I am about to start my last semester at UWF. Oh my goodness. I'm sure the last time I was on here, I was complaining about my classes. (laughs) So now we are cruising into my last semester. I could not be any more happy about that. Um, So I'm really excited about that. Work is going great. I'm still at the same place, um, but I'm moving around, moving up. So that's really exciting to see. Um, and honestly, I feel like this year was kind of rough for me. I'm not going to lie. Honestly, probably the last year and a half or so, um, I really felt like probably a little overwhelmed with everything that was going on. And there was like a lot of transitions in my life. Um, but I feel like I'm getting to a more stable point now and I'm really, um, focusing more on just giving everything back to God and I really see like once I adapt, like adopted that mindset, I um, began to kind of um, see some peace in my life. And so honestly, I think I'm going to end this year really, really well. I think How about- you're going to end this year really well, too. <laughs> Thank like, I have you. A <laughs> <laughs> not related to any conversations that we might have had. We're not going to go there. I have a a feeling you are going to end the year on a 
<laughs> yes, amen. Send that up to God. How about how about you? What what was your what's your year been? What's your maybe year and a half? What what's what's going on? The year this year specifically has been really, really, really great. It's been yes beyond busy, like probably the busiest year of my life to date. Um, and we're gonna get more into like lessons we've learned from the year at the end, but um, this 2022 was probably like one of the best years of my life. So it was from the jump, yes, ma'am. from the jump, it was very busy. I had my um, senior recital, which if anybody knows about my whole college journey, the fact that I got to that point was a, it was, it was so beautiful. It literally looked, it literally sounded like I was, I don't know. It was a, it was a surreal experience. Well, it was beautiful. You did fine. amazing. It was very, very, very kind. A lot of work, a lot of tears and a lot of prayer went into that recital. And my teacher was phenomenal for being patient with me and just never giving up on me um, and just always pushing me to be my best. So that was all God um, and hard work. but. That was the big thing. And then I had the opportunity to work at a summer camp uh, over the summer. It was my first time. I came from a job like in the summer before, which was great. The people were amazing. Um, But I thought I was an introvert and I was uh, not. (laughs) I (laughs) I was not. And so that summer was honestly like a little rough just because of the solitude that I, that I had. And I said, Oh, I'm an introvert. I'm an introvert. And then every day I was like, I want to be around people. I want to be around people. <laughs> so this summer it was a complete 360. Like I, there was thousands of people, like just lots of energy. And it was just one of the best experiences of my life. Like I was excited when I went in and then I was a little, it took me a while to get used to being around that many people after you know, musicians can kind of be introverted. And then the job I worked before was pretty introverted. And so it took me a while to really get used to that. But I did not expect to make so many lifelong friends and just so many great memories. And the biggest thing is I grew spiritually. I grew in my faith over the summer. I didn't, I was very shocked. It just, every day was, every day just pushed me to be better than I was before. And I think I really found like my purpose this summer, my calling. Um, yes and and what we worked with teenagers together in the past at church but this Mm -hmm. summer it just brought all of that back and that love and then um yeah so but I think by the time this episode comes out I will be officially graduated yes (laughs) whoop whoop miss ma'am yes and then I start grad school in um Oh my goodness, that's so crazy. You're growing up. Who told you to grow up, Destiny? We're both about to graduate because I walk in in May. So we'll both walk around the same time and yeah, it'll be fun. But God has been really good. Really good. Amen. He really has. It's, I just love being able to just see him even in the midst of like, you know, all the craziness that's happening in the world. Like, just seeing him in the small things just reminds me of how like beautiful and, and kind and awesome he is. So yeah, he, he really is. <laughs> for, sure, for sure. So we don't have, um, we don't have anything heavy planned at all for this episode. This is just kind of like a reintroduction um, and a light episode because 
if you're listening when this is released, this is around the holiday season. So Christmas time is is in full swing here where we are. Um, and so we just wanted to have a little bit of fun with this episode. No heavy information, no Bible study, no intense topics, but just um, just a little getting to know about uh, each other and our Christmas experience and something maybe that our listeners can relate to. So I would like to start off first with Nishia. Yes. <laughs> what has been your experience with Christmas or the holiday season throughout the years? Um, yeah, I, <laughs> my family doesn't have holiday traditions. And I know people are like, oh my gosh, every family has holiday traditions. What are you talking about? Um, no, that's not true. That's not true. Um, because I think everyone who has the ability spend like spend some sort of time with the family. Right. And I feel like that's just like base level. Like that's like, okay, that's any holiday. So it's not Christmas tradition. It's like holiday tradition, you know, because the same can be said about Thanksgiving. The same can be said about like 4th of July, Juneteenth. Amen. Can mm-hmm. I get an amen for that? <laughs> um, yeah. All of the holidays are the same. So I think my family, we, we just really didn't do any sort of tradition because my parents were really against the paganism of, you know, Christmas trees and like the whole Christmas celebration um, for the longest time growing up. And I think whenever, like, as we grew and as my parents grew, they realized like, oh, okay, I guess we won't send our kids to hell if we, you know, put up a Christmas tree. <laughs> so <laughs> then we kind of got uh, started to get a little more into it. But I think the, I think the thing that we do the most um, around Christmas is um, just spend the morning together. Again, I, I know I said that that's not a tradition. It, it really isn't. But we'll spend the morning together, do a little bit of like gifts, laughter, all that good jazz, probably cook a breakfast. Um, and then um, we'll do maybe like do some like Bible trivia, like Christmas trivia, which is really funny. Mm-hmm. Personally, I find it hilarious doing like, Bible trivia off the top of your head. That is awesome. That's a good idea. I know. It's really, it's, I mean, it's funny. Like, like you should try it. I, I'm telling I you, everyone should try it. Like, writing that down right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like Christmas story, Bible trivia, make it happen. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's just been really a time to spend with family, honestly. And then just make sure that we're, you know, remembering the reason for the celebration. Um, and then of course, some sort of church service will be involved, whether it's on Christmas day or, um, the Christmas Sunday. I know uh, Christmas is on a Sunday this year. So, but yeah, what about you? What is your holiday family jazz? What's going on with we that? We don't really have traditions either. Like, uh, I know for sure when I was younger, um, it was always my job to like decorate the Christmas tree. Ah, really? Yes, Did always- anyone help? Um... <laughs> My dad would help. My dad would help. He would help put up. Well, I think out of pity because it was just kind of like <laughs> <laughs> the Christmas season. Like Christmas is always a weird time because it's always during finals. It's always, at least for college, it's always during finals or it's always like right at the end of the year when you're in high school and you're just tired and like you don't feel like it really starts until you're out of school. But by the time you're out of school, there's only a few more days to Christmas. So I think everybody was just and definitely when I was younger, we had lots of Christmas like programs, Christmas things going on at our church. So it was kind of hard to like 
find rest. So the responsibility of decorating the tree fell on me. And I'm not saying it was like the best <laughs> Christmas decorations <laughs> because what I would do, sometimes I get so focused on like decorating just one side of the tree. Mm. And I'm like, oh, I did it. I did it. And then I come back and the part that everyone else can see, there's like nothing there. <laughs> this is why I need help. But um, no, I was, it was always my job to decorate the tree and it would, it would be fun. Like those are fun times. Like I would, turn on Christmas music. That's when it felt like Christmas to me when I was doing it. Um, and then like Christmas morning, we read the traditional Christmas story, you know, from the Bible and everything. But Christmas trivia sounds really fun. Like I'm, It really I'm, is. I'm adding that to the year. So this year, definitely. But, you really should. Yeah. So basically like no set, no set Christmas traditions, just like trying to, um, to spend with family. So as we move on, I know before this, you said that you did not have <laughs> songs, but I'm going to put you on the spot. So technically, we're supposed to ask each other, what are our top five favorite Christmas songs? But since uh, you just go ahead and start and tell me at least one, because I know you, it's it's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So basically, I don't, okay, my thing is, is. The, the thing with me about music, there's only probably about two or three artists that I am just like down for. Mm -hmm. Like I can list like five, 10 songs. I can vibe with it. Like, yes. Everything else is kind of like background elevator music to right, me, right. Um, but I can still enjoy it. However, Christmas Day, you will always hear... The Destiny's Child Christmas album oh, wow. playing. I love it. There is not a single long song or note on that album. When you told me about that, I was honestly kind of shocked because when I was really list, it just plays and I've never really stopped to listen to like the whole album. Yeah. Honestly, I'm not going to lie. When I see popular groups making like a Christmas album, I'm like, oh, uh -uh, my <laughs> I'm like, this is not going to be good. But I said, nah. No, no, continue, continue. So there's no wrong song on this album. No, I am absolutely obsessed with it. I think my favorite on that album is going to be A Deeds of Christmas because it's like brown girl version. That's no and good one. That's a good one. Yeah. I aspire to be able to sing that song for realsies. So everything that is was just to be honest, like I'm gonna get on a non Christmas rant. I do believe in my soul that Destiny's Child was one of the more overrated groups of the 90s. Really? There were just too many. Like, don't get me started on 90s music. I can, especially <laughs> 90s R&B, do yeah. not get me started. Like, Destiny's Child was great. They were really good. And if I get threats after this episode, I will I will sit down and I will buy you coffee and I will explain. That's funny. Overrated. Uh, one of the most overrated girl groups. There, the other ones were just... I think they had more talent, but yes. Beyonce is a very marketable. No, mm, no, yeah. no uh, we're gonna. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> we don't need to. We can't be shut down by the Beehive Destiny. I, we gotta. <laughs> let me rephrase. I think maybe more '90s R&B girl groups were overshadowed by Destiny's Child because Destiny's yeah. Child was kind of the default. But much respect to Beyonce. Much respect to Kelly Rowland. Much respect to Michelle Williams. But <laughs> I think there were some other ones that are not getting the credit they deserve. But this is me. Felt that. A thousand percent. And I am, like I said, I, 
I'm not a fan. Okay. I'm not like, I'm not a, like a biggest fan of Destiny's Child. Like I'm not out here being like, promote their music. Let's listen to it. Did they have some bangers? Of course, but who doesn't, you know, but that Christmas album, I mean, the Christmas album is just good, you know? So I feel like that's gotta be my, that's gotta be my go-to. Any, any, any five songs on that album, that's going to be, that, that's going to be my go-to. You're going to make me go back and listen to it just to. You just really see. should. Eight Days I needed to. It's probably like their most famous song on there. Um, yeah, it's it's great. It's amazing. I need to have my dad like play that in the background. I oh, see. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are gonna play out to that. That would be great. So, if you're interested, everybody go and listen to that album and see if you agree with Nishia. Before we uh continue, I do have a question. So I could be wrong, but it seems like Michael Bublé's Christmas album is like the most popular around Christmas time I could be wrong but when I was in high school I distinctly remember listening to it and like falling in love I was like man that's funny like everything so do you have any what's your opinion on Michael Buble's Christmas I think Michael Buble is a very talented artist I just think that he is like he will sing me to sleep I will listen to him and and fall into a dream of bliss but like if I'm trying to get into like the Christmas spirit like I'm like yes let me get hype let me get into Christmas I probably wouldn't turn that on because he's a very like jazzy um mellow mellow artist yeah that's a great word and so it's like I don't know like I think like I I think he's really talented and I think all of his songs are great because he is so talented um also wasn't he in some sort of controversy recently so i was like i have no clue yeah so i think i mean i don't i don't really keep up with news yeah but no he definitely he definitely is talented i can't even can't even take that away from that man but yeah i don't think i i don't think i um yeah i I was waiting for you to say something about michael i was not expecting just destiny stroud yeah, I yeah, I don't listen. Anything else is like the basics. Oh, 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 wait, no, stop, stop, stop. Do you know my absolute, my absolute favorite Christmas song? Uh, I want to guess, but I just want to hear it. You probably won't guess it because it's so childish. I'm obsessed with this song. What is it? I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus or something. No, it's I Am the Grinch by Tyler, the Creator. Do you know that song? Okay, full disclosure. Full disclosure. I have probably watched The Grinch at some point in my life. (laughs) I remember nothing. It, like, I watched the movie once and I was like, ah, that's fine. I remember senior year, I could not get away from that song. And I was like, I, please turn it off. Like, what are we listening to? People love The Grinch. People love The Grinch, like, hard. Like, it is. I mean, they really do. I mean, he's a funny character. Like, we can't, we can't fault the people. It's uh-huh. great. But I need you to, I need you after this to turn, turn that, turn that on and give it a go. Tyler, the creator, I am the Grinch. I could literally rap that whole song for oh, you right now. Okay. I'm not going to because I am being recorded, it's just, but. It's not just a regular song you put out? No, it's for so. Do you know the Grinch movie that came out a couple years ago? Um, Benedict uh, Cumberbatch was the um the voice actor. 
it's like an animated film. It was like, it's really cute and adorable, but he did the soundtrack for it. And um, I Am the Grinch is one of the songs and I just love it. Okay. So it's the second thing I'm adding to the list. First thing is Destiny's Child's Christmas album, the whole thing. And then this one by Tyler, the creator. Yes. Yes. Christmas movies, Christmas music that gets you into the Christmas spirit. Yes. I actually haven't listened to that song this Christmas. So I'm going to be putting that on repeat. Wow. Wow. Okay, yes, Destiny. So we've been talking a lot about my favorite or lack of favorite (laughs) Christmas songs. I need to hear yours. What are your top fives or just a couple of your favorite Christmas songs? Okay, before we go top five, top everything, top artist period for Christmas is Pentatonix. Yes. They're just amazing. Like two years in a row, Tyler or someone in my family gave me Pentatonix Christmas albums for my birthday because fun fact, my birthday is 12 days before Christmas. So it's kind of like, I love Christmas, but my birthday is in the Christmas season too. So it's just like extra special. So Pentatonix is always like top. And it's like, as a musician, like the acapella just honestly blows my mind. Like sometimes with music, you can just when you're a music major, you can be like, okay, whatever, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, you lose the magic. But, like, they're top, definitely top Christmas uh, Christmas artists. Um, my favorite Christmas song, this is, this is like, beyond basic. It was, okay, I was going to say um, Ariana Grande, Santa Tell Me. I That's love funny. That one. Okay, I'm gonna make that one number two because number one is definitely "Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays" by NSYNC. Okay, I don't know that song, so I'm adding it to my list. That is my favorite Christmas song. Like it never gets old. Um, definitely, those are the top two. Anything Stevie Wonder Christmas is beautiful. Yes, our good friend Tierra was just raving about her love for. Yes. Stevie Wonder, I'm Stevie jumping Brown, on that train. I hope I earned brand brownie points by saying Stevie Wonder's Christmas album is top two. <laughs> His voice is just effortless. Like, it's just, I don't know. He has such yeah. a good, So he had, what is that one song he does? For Christmas? There was one, and it's not Sunday at Christmas time. I love that song. We'll just- I almost started singing it, but I forgot that we were being recorded for a podcast, and I'm so glad I stopped myself. I need to hear your voice. The world needs to hear <laughs> Destiny, they are hearing my voice as we speak. <laughs> yeah, no. We not- did- We've done a duet together before. We have. Don't tell the people that so they can find it. <laughs> it is on video somewhere, so somebody's really... Um- <laughs> somebody's really brave go and try to find that christmas that not christmas it was during covid that we did yeah uh unfortunately if only i could remember what exactly it was for <laughs> father by uh for father's wow, just exposing us even more aren't you <laughs> okay so whoever it is it's gonna be brave i gave you two tips you what church i go to and you know the song so and it was during covid so you can figure it out um, that's, that's what it is. It's Sunday at Christmas time by Stevie Wonder. So those I love that three. song. And then we cannot forget Kirk Franklin. Okay. For this season. Okay. Okay. You yeah. know what? I can give you that. I can definitely give you that. That would be number four. Like a lot of these songs have memories to them. Like uh, at yeah. church when I was younger, 
shout out to Tyler. I feel like I add Tyler every episode. You, we really do. Like literally, you're adding him as your brother. I'm just like, yeah, my pastor. Yeah. <laughs> youth pastor. Wait, it was around the time he was a youth pastor or maybe right before he started. The youth group did Jesus is the reason for the season. And it was phenomenal. It was just and every I, I wanted to be one of the youth cool kids so bad. <laughs> to that song like over and over and over again um and then the last one would be this christmas by donny hathaway that's okay one of the like top christmas songs just always puts you uh in the christmas spirit so those are my top five um next because you're not going to get off easy by just asking me what i <laughs> i need to hear your favorite christmas movie Girl, I'm telling you, I'm like, I love Christmas and people are going to like listen to this and be like, wow, she really doesn't love. I promise you, I love Christmas. I just, we never really did any sort of like Christmas things or watch Christmas movies. So I'm going to have to say the Polar Express only because like we were talking to Sierra and I realized I watched that every year, like in elementary school, like last day of school, we would all come in our pajamas, put that bad boy on, eat popcorn and drink hot chocolate. It was amazing. Are you serious? Yeah, every year, every single year. Yeah, without fail. I watched that movie all the time. It was great. I loved it. It it was a really great movie. I I know some people like make fun of it, but I thought it was a great, it's literally my childhood. That can relate to the debate swirling around that the Polar Express is boring. Okay. Um, I think for children who, you know, are just now experiencing it, it probably is going to be because the CGI is lacking <laughs> compared to what it is now. But you've got to think that movie came out in like the early 2000s. And so for a movie that's like, and for CGI that, was new and it was like a new thing and technology was still developing. I think they did a really great job. I think the storyline is adorable. Okay. Because who doesn't want to get on a train in the middle of the night and dance around with other kids, drink hot chocolate, get some fight scene with a hobo and Santa Claus was really really weird and so were the elves and the presents, but it still worked out, you know? So I think that if you don't like the Polar Express, you're a hater. So that's my opinion. I wouldn't say that I don't like it. I will say that they do lose me. Ooh, that kind of sounds like a hater. (laughs) (laughs) They do lose me at the hobo scene because (laughs) I'm <laughs> like right before he meets Santa Claus I'm not sure what's going on yeah I'm not gonna lie there's a lot I like just like saying it out loud I was like yeah there's a lot I mean a lot going on in that movie there's can't 10 minutes where I'm just like I don't understand yeah the movie feels like it's like five hours and it's probably not even like an hour and a half but, the, but yeah they, the greatest part of the movie is in my opinion my favorite part of the movie is when uh, they sing That's All I Want When Christmas Comes to Town. Oh, yeah. That is, they lose me after that part. <laughs> <laughs> they lose me because I'm like, what else, what, what are we doing? When they, okay, when they're in the, 
it's it's literally the hobo scene. And then yeah, you said it's the hobo scene. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you. There's a lot happening in that movie and I haven't seen it in a while. So you're, I need to go back and watch it again. But yeah, from what I remember, like reflecting back on it, it was like normal as a child, but like, I'm just thinking about the, like this sequence of events happening and I'm like, yeah, that's kind of wild. The movie was kind of wild. Can't even. But it's, it is beautiful. It really yeah. is beautiful. the concept, the whole, all of it. So I wouldn't say the Polar Express is boring. I would say. Um, it should have ended after. <laughs> I would say the hobo scene was. Uh, he said it was not necessary to include that scene. It was, it was definitely confusing. <laughs> so okay, I, what about you? My top Christmas movie surprisingly is not home alone for how much we watch it that's is the preacher's wife uh i knew it i knew it you've never seen it though no i haven't but you talk about it a lot and so i was like yeah it's gotta be that that or i know we were talking about last christmas recently you gave me two things to listen to after this episode you better go to amazon prime right now i am watch the preacher's wife it will maybe not tonight but i will seriously it's it's amazing um so that was the the preacher's wife i grew up watching the preacher's wife and it was very much like i don't know like in so many ways whitney houston like i feel like she raised me because yeah. we would watch the bodyguard we would watch the preacher's wife there was another cinderella brandy cinderella mm-hmm. There was another uh, movie Whitney Houston did that I grew up watching. But she was like, honestly, I feel like her and Jennifer Lopez raised me. We watched so many of their movies. That's so funny. Uh, Not Jennifer Lopez. Uh, this is, Jennifer Lopez is for a separate, a separate episode because <laughs> of my favorite movies are she was um she was in. Or just a lot of the ones that I watched growing up. Yeah. Um, the Preacher's Wife is basically like a spin-off of The Bishop's Wife which was done in like, I don't know the specific year, but it was like a black and white film. And so the whole thing is, it's in the original, it's a bishop and his wife. And the bishop is like completely distracted, like overwhelmed with the stress of ministry. And he's asking God for help. But what he's not realizing is like, he's low-key losing his family Mm. ministry. So God sends an angel and... This is how I interpret it in my adult way. Okay. Because when you watch the movie as a kid, for the bishop's wife and the preacher's wife, when you watch the movie as a kid, you think it's just like this heartwarming story. Like, no, you got to actually pay attention when you're an adult. Yeah. The whole point of the movie is that the wife is not getting enough attention. She's feeling overshadowed. And so the angel, in my interpretation, is sent to low-key show the preacher or the bishop like you have competition that's funny i'm not gonna lie because at least for the preacher's wife god sent mistress still your girl Denzel <laughs> washington was the angel now do i personally like like do i personally like just lose my mind when denzel washington gets on the like <laughs> no i don't but in that day it was pretty obvious, like Whitney Houston, beautiful lady, Denzel Washington, 
apparently beautiful man and then well not apparently <laughs> put some respect on that man's name <laughs> i'm putting respect on his name but he is enough to be like my grandfather okay so um, fair definitely fair now his son okay let's stop episode <laughs> separate episode so basically like the angel is sent to help uh the preacher but the preacher thinks he's helping him in a different way he's actually sent there to help him realize if you don't pay attention you could lose your family yeah you know so like that makes it sound really deep but you'd have to actually watch the movie to see it. yeah but it's i need cool. to like so many favorite christmas songs come from that movie like who would imagine a king um i don't know and then like growing up i always want like my dream was to be a pastor's wife and so i was like oh man i just like whitney houston was just everything in that movie that's so adorable like, you said i'm growing up to be like I was her like, i i, I want to be a pastor's wife so whitney houston she's killing it like this is in the movie she was killing it so that's definitely my favorite. It does not feel like Christmas until the preacher's wife comes on. Definitely does not. One year they I did love not that. have it come on and I was distraught. Those <laughs> this was before Netflix and Prime and all that stuff, but that would that's definitely funny. be my 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 top one. Okay, so the jury is out. We need to watch that. I need to watch that. If you haven't watched it, if you're listening go watch it i i i've seen like clips of it Uh, i'm sure my mom has watched it it sounds like something that she would watch i just have no recollection of that movie at all so i'll have to add it yeah i will i will this week i am not tonight i have to work in the morning but (laughs) this week i will do that for you and you're gonna listen to I'm the Grinch by Tyler the Creator, and, all and it's of going to be great. Christmas album, all of it. Yes, yes, all of it. So the last little thing we have to ask is not top five favorite Christmas movies, but maybe just one favorite Christmas—not uh, Christmas movie, Christmas memory. Like one Christmas memory that just stands out above all the rest. Yeah, it could be I... serious, or it could be serious, or. Yeah, I literally, I think the one that stands out the most is the year I won my Alexa because, again, we were playing Bible trivia. Mm. I And it was the funniest thing ever because we were, <laughs> it's because whenever you need to remember the basics, you can't. Like, it was asking, like, my parents made this, like, word search where um, they asked, they were like, which out of the four gospels like which book is different and then they're like what were the three presents um that they brought to jesus like basic things like that but when i tell you my memory was failing me and we had like two minutes to answer like 20 questions and we couldn't use any sort of resources so I literally was like, bro. And like, it was the three presents that really got me. Cause I was like, Frankenstein myrrh, Frankenstein myrrh. What was that third gift? And I literally was like, I could not remember it to save my life. Oh, and then we were going over the answers and I was like, it's gold. It's gold. Oh, I'm missing gold. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I said that I just blanked out. I said, wait, hold up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, it's like whenever you're on that time crunch oh, and you're like, trying to remember like you're like oh my brain doesn't work anymore but it was so funny watching us like 
like yell and scramble and try to figure it out. So that's going to be my favorite, like most recent one. I think that was back in like, uh, like I want to say 2019. Uh-huh. Wow. So yeah. What, what about you? You Basic things you just forget. Like, yeah. It, it's whatever you need them the most. They're like, they're gone. Just totally forget <laughs> it. Um, this isn't like a recent Christmas memory. Well, two, three days before Christmas, Trinity, who is undisputedly one of my favorite people in the world, my niece. So adorable. We love her. Was, I love Trinity. She was born three days before Christmas. So I remember, well, it wasn't on Christmas Day, so it doesn't count. But she was supposed to be born on Christmas Day. And she was born three days before Christmas. And we spent the night in Sacred Heart, which Sacred Heart is like, I love hospitals. So it's really weird. Like, I, whoa, you love. I, let's get love, back to that. Let's get I, back to that. That's <laughs> very strange. I know, not like, not fun at all. But I love that experience. We're just there all night. We're there from seven p.m. till two p.m. the next day, just waiting Jeez. for her to be born. So, if she was born on Christmas Day, that would be my favorite Christmas memory. But just like a random Christmas memory. Um, I was young and when I was young, like seven, I was like seven, eight or nine. So my parents did all the Christmas shopping or almost all of it. And they would cover us well, like, you know, put our names on the things like, like we bought it when everybody knows we did not because we were at home. Tyler, Tyler got a gift. It said from destiny to Tyler. And I handed it to him and I said, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, blah, blah, blah. And they were like, oh, wow, he was opening. And I looked over and I said, ooh, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> and I did not understand at that age, you know, everybody was gone for like five minutes, like just like gone. And That's I said, so funny. What is it? I was like, but it was my name on the gift. <laughs> definitely one of my favorite Christmas memories because oh when, my I, I was, when I was young, I did not see Christmas shopping as my responsibility because I did not have money. That yeah. was my <laughs> Felt that. family feud and, and just not. So that is so funny. You said, Ooh, that looks cool. I have not found a Christmas memory to top that one uh, just yet. That's but hilarious. And clothes. Um, we've had a lot of fun talking about uh, the Christmas season and lots of lots of memories. But what is one of your top lessons that you've learned from this year as a whole? Yeah, I think the from top lesson. Twenty twenty two. Yeah, from twenty twenty two, man, time flies. I can. I man, how did we get here? We are at the end of the year. Um. I think the one thing I learned is again, like like I was saying in the beginning, uh, the beginning. Um, you just gotta kind of have to trust God. Like, um, make sure that He is the center of your everything. And once you do that, and once you accept the fact that you don't have control over your life, um, it's a beautiful kind of peace that you get from that. Um, it's something that I'm still learning. I have no way, you know, 
perfected it. I don't think it's possible to perfect that because we're sinfully human. But um, I do think that that is something that I'm, um, as I get older and um, as I'm really taking responsibility for, you know, my relationship with God and, um, you know, uh, being ma- making sure that he's, you know, the center of, of how I build my life since I have more sort of freedom. Like I don't have my parents doing that. I don't have like a strict school schedule dictating that anymore. Like um, I have I have the ability to build my schedule out. I'm, I'm really just focusing on um, kind of building that around around God and then just letting him take control from there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, everything kind of uh, works out great not great in my opinion but um in the end it's all God's plan so um yeah just kind of learning that what about you it's similar to yours uh it's kind of like two two lessons that I've learned from this year um definitely what you said putting your relationship with God first um because I know that there's probably like Christians and non-Christians that could be listening to this podcast but this is just something personally that applies to my life and probably the majority of our followers is um putting your relationship with God first um there was like a period during this year where I was like battling like intense discouragement and I didn't even realize it was like I was still highly functioning and you know doing everything feeling all my responsibilities and just I felt no peace like things were going great, but I just felt no peace. And I, w- I was always praying, like, God, show me the next step. Show me the next step. Like, what am I supposed to do next? What am I supposed to do next? And um, one particular, like, church service, I just realized, like, the next step, I would pray and ask God, like, order my steps. I don't know what the next step to take is. Order my steps. And I kind of struggle with something, personally, just being transparent, where when I pray, sometimes I don't believe I know that God hears and answers prayers, but somewhere in me, I don't believe it. I'm like, well, even if I pray this, there's a chance he might not answer it. And yeah. so it's just building that trust with God is something that I've had to go through. And I was like, God, please order order my steps and show me the next step. And I was ex- kind of expecting like a list, like do this, do this next. When the answer was just my relationship with God needs to come first. And in that moment, I felt so much peace. The first time I felt peace in like months um, that I've been looking for the next step and trying to do everything in my own strength. When the truth is that when my relationship with him is in alignment, when I'm where I need to be with God, that that's when you have true peace. And that's when you really know the next step to take. But if you're just trying to do everything in your own strength, with which I am, beyond guilty of doing that you're just going to end we up all are. <laughs> you're going to end up frustrated and discouraged and so that's been my biggest lesson uh my biggest lesson is making sure my relationship with God is in order and my second I do have two um is relationships with people um like I said I went for a while feeling like much of an introvert and shout out to introverts because I spent half of my life I did one and we also need to do an update on a personality. We really do. We really, cause it has changed. Um, and I can kind of like, my default is to kind of, uh, isolate or kind of 
put distance between myself and other people, kind of hold people at arm's length, um, not out of like bitterness or even kind of doing, not even doing it intentionally, just my default. And so part of what I learned from the summer to the end of the year was just placing those that emphasis on relationships, especially with other people, um, developing those relationships, being a good steward of the relationships you have, um, because no man is an island. You know, we're meant to have community. We're meant to help each other through life. And so if there's anything I've learned this year is to put my relationship with God first and then to definitely continue cultivating those great relationships with other people. So 2022 has been a great year of learning and a great year of growing. And so those are my lessons. So anything else you have to add before we sign off? Yeah, no, I love that. I love your lessons, especially the first one, because it's something that I've been realizing too. Um, just, I was like listening to uh, the previous podcast recently and they were talking about how a lot of people are like praying and they're like, oh, I want to hear from God. Why am I not hearing from God? And it's because we're not allowing ourselves to, right. and we're not giving God the opportunity to be heard because there is too much distraction or we're not, you know, um, um, reading his word and letting his word speak to us. Um, and we're just not spending any sort of quiet time. We're not sitting still enough. We're not being quiet enough to listen. So it's like, ah, oh, I want to hear from God, but you're not taking any sort of steps to actually do that. And so that's something that really spoke to me recently. And so that's been something that I've been trying to focus on too. And it's just like waiting for that answer for a prayer um, I realized that I am uh, and I'm a very impatient person and I love the idea of being answered immediately. Right. But I've been studying the book of Becca and the first chapter um, kind of um, teaches to or encourages us to wait for an answer. Actually, it's not. It's it's the end of the first chapter going into that second chapter, uh, Habakkuk 2. Um, and it's basically just Habakkuk saying, you know, I'll wait for your answer. So he expected an answer from God and then he waited on that answer. Right. And a lot of the times we don't do that. We ask and then we, like you said, there's a part of us that are like, ah, he's, is he even listening? Is he even going to answer? And then the other half of us were like, I need an answer now. And if I don't get an answer now, then that's awful. And so I think it's just putting both into practice. Like I will get an answer and I will wait on that answer um, until I receive one from God. It's something that I've been trying to implement as well. So I definitely, definitely relate to that. Um, and then, yeah, we definitely need that updated personality test. I don't mind a change because I still feel the same way about people as I always have. I'm so glad you've made that growth, though. I am I can, so glad. I can say, with, as a little spoiler, one of us has become an extrovert in this process. <laughs> I, those points, if you can guess who. <laughs> one of us has become an extrovert. So a little teaser for upcoming episodes is that your personality can change. It can change. Yes. And we'll get into that deeper. but. We just want to wish everyone who's listening a great um, holiday season. You could be listening to this around Christmas time or maybe even after. Um, so for those listening around Christmas time, have a great holiday season with your family. And uh, if not with your family, with your friends and that you just are able to feel loved 
during this time. And um, I have a little verse to close us out. It's James 1.17, and it says, Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, and cometh down from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. So this season is a lot about gifts and giving and receiving gifts, um, but the greatest gift that we have as Christians is is Jesus. And, Amen. Um, what he's done for us on the cross and what he continues to do for us every day. So let's just keep that in mind as we go into the end of 2022 and the beginning of 2023, and we'll keep you guys updated with anything else that we have planned for 2023. Be sure to follow us on Instagram um, at Becoming Her Pod. Um, follow Nashia, follow me. Um, you can also follow us on Facebook with any questions. But it has been fun spending time with you guys, and we will see you in the next episode. Yes, yeah, see you next time. Bye.